pals, welcome back to the Life and Van podcast. This week's episode is another really unique group of nomads that are in the process of converting their home on wheels. Sky, Gabby, Matt, and Hallie are four friends and two couples planning to travel the US and parts of Canada in their bus beanie. I love my friends, but I don't know if I could manage four of us in a small space without, you know, accidentally leaving one of them behind at a rest stop. So without revealing too much, let's get on with this week's episode. Hi, welcome. So happy that you guys are here. And thank you for joining us. We're so happy to be here. Yes, thank you so much for having us. I want to start off for everybody that doesn't know maybe who you guys are. Um, Who is Four Babes? I'm I'm one of the babes. I'm Sky. I'm from Massachusetts. I am 24. I'm Gabby. I am Sky's girlfriend. I am 21. I go to Syracuse University. No, you're 22. I'm 22. Oh, we just turned 22. <laughs> I just turned 22. Oh my god! It happens to the best of us. Sometimes we forget. I still think I'm 19, so we're good. <laughs> I'm 22. I go to Syracuse University. Um, I study inclusive elementary and special education. I'm from Rockville, Maryland. My name is Matt. I'm the third babe. I'm also from Rockville, Maryland. Um, I grew up with Hallie and Gabby here, and you're going to meet Hallie next. I am 21, a little younger, the youngest of the group the currently, but I'm going to be 22 soon. So I'll catch up and meet, meet Hallie and Gabby up there soon. And I went to University of Maryland. Um, and I'm Hallie. I'm the fourth babe. I am Gabby's twin sister and Matt's girlfriend. Um, I'm also 22, newly 22. Um, I go to school at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and I am a human development and family studies major with a double in psychology. And both Gabby and I will be graduating in May of 2021. That is amazing. So wait, you guys are actually related. Yes. Those two. These two babes. I, when you had said that, I didn't realize that you guys were actually related. I love yeah, that. We're, we're one minute apart. Yeah. I'm 60 seconds older. <laughs> 22, as you heard. She I thought I was still 21. Fraternal twins. We yeah. look nothing alike. If we were standing up, Gabby is like four inches taller than me. Some people think she's my older sister. Technically, am. Well, she is. Yeah. <laughs> she won't ever let me live that down. And neither yeah. will I. And neither will anyone on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Forever go down in history. So can you guys tell us a story about kind of what made you decide to buy a van in the first place? For a bus. For a bus. Yeah. So I've been, I'm a filmmaker and photographer, and I have been wanting to get a van and go to Argentina with it <laughs> for a very long time. And that's been a dream of mine for a few years. And um, in quarantine, earlier this year, we were just like kind of sitting around and I had just gone home. Um, and I was so sick and tired of having like nothing to look forward to. So I texted Gabby and I was like, do you want to go on a road trip to Argentina? I'll build a van. <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, can we invite Hallie and Matt? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, we should all get in a van. Can you imagine if we were in a van together, four of us in a van? <laughs> we really no. thought it was going to work. We were convinced. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah, so they were immediately on board. Matt was like, can I build it with you? And um, yeah, so it just grew from there. We realized that we would not all forfeit in a van. And we also realized that um, we probably 
weren't going to be able to make Argentina work. Well, it was funny too because we really thought we were going to get a van. I mean, yeah. We were set we on like the smallest of the smallest vans. A too. Delica. Yeah, Delica, Vanagons, <laughs> smallest possible vans you could get. We were like, oh, we'll do it. We'll, we'll make it work. And then all of a sudden we were like, okay, maybe not. We should look for something bigger. We looked at sprinters. We said, okay, those are too expensive. And then we finally found our niche in the bus market. We went for it. And I also think that this was at the beginning. So, so quarantine like truly really started when we were coming home for spring break. And this was when we didn't even really know the severity of the situation. Like I remember my dad sent me a mask to school and I was like, my dad is overreacting. Like, I'm not going to wear a mask. Like what is he? And cause it wasn't like a really a thing yet. And so we came home for spring break and Sky and I actually were supposed to go to California and Hallie was still abroad yeah, in so. South Africa and Matt went to visit her and then everything <laughs> fell apart. And so we all ended up back here for like three months and because our school went online everything just like turned upside down and this was when we weren't even like leaving the house for anything so we had like puzzle nights every night movie nights like family game nights and so we just got into this routine of like this is the first time our lives have ever like been at a standstill and this is like so new to us and then we all sky brought up the idea and it just seemed like why not? Such a, <laughs> yeah, such an exciting thing and such a very horrible time. And then we just got super into it. It was like, it was like a big passion project at first. Like, I think it really started off as, as a dream. Like, I don't know that at the very beginning, I knew it was going to like, I didn't turn into a reality. I think a lot of times, many people, especially young people say like, oh my God, like I would love to do this. Like, why don't we do this? And you start kind of this, like, like very fiery like adventure and dream about it and do all this research and we definitely got stuck in that for a little while and it like trailed off at a point just because we were like oh maybe this isn't gonna work and then very quickly we were like nope we want to make this happen and we just all would sit on like the bed together and research and like look through Facebook marketplace and find the right buses and we actually found a shorter schoolie at first a small one that we thought was gonna be it all four of us took uh we traveled to Massachusetts to go up and look at it turned out that that was not the best for us obviously so like it, it it has been such a process in the making so I think for all of us it's just really crazy that it is the reality that it's become so it's so 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 exciting imagining you guys though in the smallest of small vans yeah. <laughs> just kills me like we just did actually uh, an episode well I guess it was a little while ago but we released it last week and it was um a couple named Rachel and Mike, and they have three girls, three young girls, and they live in a sprinter, all five of them. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Also, like, like four full sized adults, too. But also, just... <laughs> like, that's so cool. Like, imagine being a little kid and, like, living, like, I adventuring so much. I could yeah. be the kid, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if they wanted to adopt me, I was like, you don't have to go through having a fourth kid. I could be the fourth kid. <laughs> <laughs> I could just, you don't have to go through the nine months. Like, don't wait. I could be that for you now. I'll let you swaddle me, whatever you need to have that newborn experience. I could be that for you as long as I'm in the van. That's amazing. Yeah. Imagining you guys though. And in, in I'm glad you went the school bus route. I was wondering too, like, were you do, with driving, I guess, is there one person who's going to be driving? 
Um, I don't know if you just saw them all look at me. But... The room gets very quiet. Do you need a special license for the bus? No, that is a great question. You don't, although you should, in my opinion. You don't because it's technically an RV. Yeah. And you don't need a special license to drive an RV. Because we're not driving school children in it. Like, we've taken oh, all the seats and registered it as it's a, a motorhome motor instead of, like, a school nice. bus. And so... You don't also, need a commercial license. I think, realistically, we will all take turns driving it because I think, like, it's unfair to assume that Sky's going yes. <laughs> to drive it all the time. But we haven't... Hallie and I haven't driven it yet because it's been parked in um, our neighborhood, like pool parking lot lot. it's like a little parking lot that we my mom begged the community board to let us store (laughs) it there and um they were like it's too long like and I was like literally nothing is in that parking lot like what (laughs) and now the neighborhood loves it we have people come pat like literally Matt and I were putting a tarp up yesterday because we were expecting a big brainstorm that never happened and this like babysitter and her little baby that she was babysitting (laughs) came and just like stood there and watched us put this tarp up and the the babysitter was like she loves coming and looking at the bus she just goes bus (laughs) and then we sit here for like 10 minutes it's even if you guys aren't here to look at it. <laughs> yeah. It's really adorable. But Matt and Sky have driven it obviously up and back from Massachusetts to Maryland and their like air brakes are hard to get used to or Yeah, so the reason I said you probably should have a special license or at least like do the research into what is required for driving a vehicle like this is because the brakes are so different and um scary (laughs) yeah and it was kind of going from new jersey to massachusetts that first day sky and i literally had to just start driving it the first day we got it so we had no practice we we played around in the parking lot a little bit but then we had to go and take it it was like an eight hour drive it turned into an eight hour drive because of traffic and the stop and go traffic was awful so we had a it was a big learning curve but luckily sky and i both drive it pretty well now They'll have to learn. Helen yeah. and Gabby are have to learn a little bit in the parking lot, but it, you should get a hang of it. It's not. It's not too difficult, but I definitely think people should be required to get a CDL before, <laughs> or like go through some sort of training. Maybe the, yeah. the first time we turned it on, it was beeping at us, like <laughs> like screaming, beeping at us, and we had no idea how to turn it off. We were like, "There's no lights on. There's nothing going on. I don't know." And I called a mechanic, and I was like, "Can you please come over? Like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong." And he called over, and he was like, "All you have to do is rev the engine." And we're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> I I I respect though the the fear maybe a little bit now, mind you. I've never driven a bus, and I hope to God. I am never in a position where I am the only person legally that can get behind the wheel of a bus. But Taylor, and I felt similarly, I felt bad, but Taylor used to be the sole driver of our first van, which was just a little like babe, like tiny van. So it was like, it really wasn't that bad, but I couldn't, it was just, couldn't get behind it. And I'm like, I don't know. So when we got our new van, which is longer, I drive that no problem by myself. I'm like, I'm going to get some crafts. I'll be back in like an hour. 
and I'm gone, but it has the sensors in the mirror to let oh, me know when nice. I'm at my blind spot. I have like a reverse, like the camera when I'm backing up. So I feel a bit spoiled because <laughs> the old one wasn't like that. So I had no idea if I was going to hit somebody, but you just got to go really fast and then just get out of the parking lot. So <laughs> no, leave no witnesses, like, <laughs> but I get it. I respect the, you know, maybe wanting to share the responsibilities <laughs> driving I'm pulling my weight yeah I remember uh I learned driving standard um my mom had bought me a car standard car and she drove it to me and then I had to drive her back home and then to get back to my place I had to drive on the highway for the first time driving standard so oh, God. just oh, God. throwing me into the fire I feel like that's what to learn is to just do it and yeah. do it a bunch. Lots of screaming, lots of yelling, lots oh, yeah. of like nervous sweating. Like you got to oh, change yeah. your shirt and you get home. It's like, I've never smelled so bad. Like <laughs> just got to change immediately and then never talk about it again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the plan. It makes me feel better that the bus has a max speed that it can go at because then like we're not speed like when I'm on long car ride, car trips like I just want to get to where I'm going and I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and you can't really do that in a bus and what will probably stay like in the slow lane for most of our journey and enjoy like the scenery which makes me feel better because you're just safety wise yeah no that's what I'm saying yeah. like it's just also it helps that we're like a big vehicle mm-hmm. on the road people can like see yes oh people move out of your way yeah, yeah. you can kind of muscle into some of the lanes yeah. you've done that to start inching into the lane and they'll have Everybody's to stop yeah. yeah i do yeah. feel like yeah. too like it helps because i i agree with that like just wanting to get to your destination like when i've been driving our empty van I'm insane. I think you had told me to slow down. We don't have a max limit on our van. So <laughs> I'm like, ugh, I drive really fast. I think I'm like a race car, like everybody else on the highway. Yeah. I also have limited experience driving. So when I, <laughs> when I get in there, I'm like, like just ripping down the highway and I'm like I'm following the flow of traffic and he's like okay but you're like you're a big white van moving very fast you <laughs> anyways I just I understand the the feeling of wanting to get to somewhere like right mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. it's different and I'll say it's different when you have your home in the back yes because it, it's not like you're really rushing to anything anymore it's like you're not rushing to home you're not rushing to you know throw on your favorite show and relax after a really long day because you can pull off to a really cool spot and do that so I I do feel like driving driving changes a little bit when when you kind of have your house attached to you so yeah for sure that's amazing it's also just a little bit crazy to me that this like I mean we've been in college like I live in an apartment with my college friends but like this will be the first like home that is mine <laughs> that I like that I like that, that my parents didn't like help me pay the rent for like yeah. that, like <laughs> it's of us it's just so it's just kind of crazy like yeah. one of my kids are like oh, like what was your first apartment I'll be like it was a bus <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool I feel the same I think we had actually only been together for a couple weeks and we bought a van Whoa, and, that's a- yeah yeah that's like, <laughs> yeah. you want to test a relationship and see if they're worth it and see if they can <laughs> handle you at your worst throw yourselves in a bus slash van okay because yeah that's yeah we we moved in within like we had bought it but we were already so we had worked together gotten to know each other a little bit 
the crazy didn't seep out of me yet. I could, I was like really like, you know, holding it back until I like trapped him. And um, when we, I moved in with him and then we we're like, you know what? We should, we should have Dan sign our names on a legal document, binding us to a vehicle together. And we should live in it. And, and we, and we did that. And it was, that was our first home. And even for me, I've moved around a lot. Like I've been in a lot of different cities and, you know, I always had my stuff packed up in my boxes. Cause I'm like, I'm going to be moving soon anyways, like I'm not going to get comfortable. And this was like kind of foreign initially because it's like, wait, like I still get to do the like moving around thing, but I like have all my stuff and I have that familiar space. So it was, it was home that felt more like home. That tiny little shoebox felt more like a home to me than you know anywhere else I've been yeah I'm curious like what your ultimate plan is so you guys are going to travel how long are you going to travel for where are you guys going to go we so I want to go to grad school but I don't want to go to grad school right away because I need a break (laughs) and so I'm taking a gap year from grad school so our plan right now is to leave August of 2021 and travel for five months until right before the holidays and then yeah in December and then I think that we aren't gonna want to stop traveling but um I hope by that point that I have been accepted to a grad school and my start date will be the following fall so we do have that sort of end date like right now right now yeah um we're and, all, I think we're all convinced. I mean, I'm convinced that we're going to love it. I think, you know, at the end of a very long trip for people in a small area, you know, the, the last drive is going to be quite lengthy. Like we might be tired of it, but we'll, we'll maybe take a little bit of a break during the colder months. But we then have like the spring and the whole summer of 2022, I guess, like open as of right now. So I do hope we can do some smaller travels after, but the big, the big trip is those five months right now. And um originally when we were kind of justifying the um plan to buy a bus we said we thought of it as an investment like we're gonna put this amount of money into it and eventually we hope to sell it and get more money back because once it's all renovated and whatever we can probably sell it for a lot of money but I think I think that we're just gonna fall in love (laughs) with they're not going to want to sell it. I already don't want to sell it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so worried for you guys when it gets to the end date because I really don't think you are going to be able to leave. Like, and I'm saying that with so much love and like wanting you to go to grad school selfishly and to stay in it. But I, I, I think it's going to be really hard. I completely, yeah. So that's our, that's our plan. And I think once we're at the end of, like in December wrapping everything up, I think we're going to be like, there's so much we still haven't seen. We are trying to pack in as much as we possibly can. (laughs) It's a very tight schedule. Um, And I also want to say like, it's bound to change. I think that we have a lot of options. Like we might leave earlier than August if Gabby's class. Yeah. So I, I have to take summer classes um over the summer just through like my local community college in order to because in the bus I'll be applying to grad schools in addition to working remotely hopefully um because I need to make money somehow but I need to have a few my my undergrad major doesn't exactly align with what I want to go to school for which is occupational therapy so I still have a, a couple of classes that I have to take over the summer in order to be ready to apply so our start date is 
around around my summer classes, but I'm hoping, I mean, I don't hope that coronavirus is still like this, but I'm hoping that there's an option to take my classes online so that we can leave like even at the end of July or early August. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, and then we also might like travel through the holidays and stuff instead of come home. But anyways, the uh, current plan is to leave from my house in Massachusetts, which is very close to Boston, go to Canada through... <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I already I've already been all over it. Yeah. yeah. You guys are coming to see us it's happening. Anyways, yeah. Yes. Um and Toronto is like six hours from me, so that would be our first stop or like the Thousand Islands area and like bop around that little area for a little bit and then dip down into Michigan through like Chicago, Madison, Wisconsin. Um, then into South Dakota, where the Black Hills, the Badlands, um, all of that is, and then the Tetons, and then we start heading north to Yellowstone Glacier, then into BC with Banff, Jasper, Yoho, and then up into Yukon. I really want to go to Tombstone Territorial Park. Have you heard of that? No, but I love it. (laughs) It is so amazing looking. Um, But that's, it's right near Dawson City in Yukon. The highway that goes from Dawson City into Alaska is closed after September 15th. So we have to get there before September 15th. That's, uh, yeah, putting on the pressure a little bit. Just a little bit though, just a little bit, yeah. (laughs) So that part of the plan might change. Um, Because there are other entries into Yes, we could do the Alcan Highway instead. Um, and then we're going to be in Alaska for like, uh, three to four weeks, um, bopping around. I have a lot of family in Alaska, so we'll have some places where we can do laundry, which is great. Nice. Yeah. I was just going to say, that's probably going to be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then go out of Alaska into Yukon again through the Alcan Highway, down the rest of Canada through like Whistler and Vancouver, and then down the west coast of the U.S. through the all of the good stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Oh my god! Yeah. My brother lives in L.A., so we're hoping to obviously see, see some family. Yeah, see them, and then my <clears throat> parents want to fly out and meet us in L.A. to adventure a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll probably get as far south as L.A. Um, and then head Start. back east. So through the southern route. I want to dip into Utah because I love Utah and I I was just gonna ask I've heard like such well and seen incredible photos from Utah like a little underrated at least for me like I mean I didn't really think I'm like Utah it's amazing (laughs) so I'm so happy to hear that you're gonna be checking that out too yeah Utah is incredible and I've I've spent some time there in the summer months and it can get really hot (laughs) um so I'm really excited to see it in the winter I really am like like one of the things I'm most excited for is Bryce Canyon and I'm really hoping that those hoodoos are covered in snow (laughs) because I that would be so cool and then probably skip the Rockies in, in Colorado because at that point it'll be really snowy and we'll probably fall off a mountain. <laughs> um, and the bus will probably not get through. Yeah, exactly. So going down to New Mexico and um, then into Louisiana and Texas and then back up through like Nashville, Tennessee, North Carolina. We're not going to spend too much time in the South. 
no, no. <laughs> You're just gonna drive by, stay in the bus, and wave. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's funny because the I mean we we've had like the plan of the itinerary for a while. Like we knew Canada and Alaska and the West Coast were our main like pit stops, but it's only been recently that we've like really sat down, like Sky did an amazing research and a lot of planning and like drew a route with some like other possible side routes all on this huge map. And it was the first time I saw it down on paper and she's about to go get the map so you can see it. And I was just like, holy shit, like we are covering so much land and it like is just really I don't know, mind blowing to me because I've been fortunate to both of us have to be to travel like here and there across the country, but really never for extended periods of time and really never for like very specific spots. And I'm just like, we're so excited to just really be able to experience these places. And here's the map. Oh my God. <laughs> That's like most of the continent. Yeah. <laughs> you did good work. Yeah, Sky did all of this. But there might be some editing that has to be done just time wise, but this is the this is the dream. Yeah. You gotta frame that and put that in (laughs) exactly manifest. Yeah. Yeah, we should keep this original one. But um I just was gonna say that this has all been obviously super exciting and Hallie and I our family is likes to be outside, but they've never really been like the hiking, like van life type of people, but Ever since we did this, my mom and my dad have been really into this whole idea. So for a week, like two months ago, they they rented a van and they just traveled like a little bit around here and they've got, they're like so into it now and they're planning to buy a van and I mean, they're real people, so they're going to like probably pay someone to convert it. But so it was my mom's birthday on the first, hence all the 60 decorations. And um, my dad got her this like little, like uh, replica. toy replica van it's it's her promise, promise van because the promise they're gonna, he, he's like I'm gonna buy like we're gonna buy a van together eventually but they, he didn't want to buy one without like yeah. them picking it out together but it's just so fun because now it's like we're talking about a big like family caravan because our brother and his girlfriend are like maybe we should do this like they're like we'll sell our apartment like we don't like like it anymore you're changing people's lives you're starting a movement like so, you're converting you know, your whole like, family a whole parade of yeah. van going through. I love that. Caravanning, honestly, though, like, caravanning with pals is so amazing. It's so fun. We've done quite a few trips with just, like, you know, a few pals here and there. And it's it's so different because we obviously, it was just the two of us. So we'd, like, go and meet up with people. And that was really awesome. But then you leave and you kind of just go to your own little, it can be a little lonely sometimes. And I'm nonstop talking and he's introverted. So when it's just a, yeah, yeah. So when it's just a lot of me, like just screaming, like at the side of his head and he's just like, you know, trying to give me what I need. Um, it's good for both of us when we get to do some camping with, with pals and it just makes it like, I feel like it really solidified that entire experience for us. Yeah. I noticed you guys got a bit of uh, local news coverage. I'm curious to hear about that. And it sounds like a lot of your community is really supportive. They're really interested in kind of seeing seeing the process and your family as well. I'm curious to hear a bit more about that. Yeah, I don't even know how it, it got Syracuse. started. It was Syracuse, right? Yeah. So Gabby goes to Syracuse. I think somebody in the newspaper got in touch with her because they had seen through your Instagram. Yeah, what we were doing. I didn't even know the person. It's called the Daily Orange. It's like the Syracuse's newspaper. And they just, they asked to do a story. So we all Zoomed. And they interviewed us. And in that interview, we talked about how we got 
the bus on Facebook Marketplace. And then a woman, I guess, who works at Facebook and it's her job to like see if Facebook Marketplace is in the news or in any articles, contacted me and was like, I work at Facebook and I saw that you bought your bus from Facebook Marketplace. I'd love to interview you on how that experience was. And then it kind of just went from there. She was like, I want to be your PR person. <laughs> but she, she hasn't gotten back to us. So if she's, she's listening gone. to this, yeah. then she should probably <laughs> message me. And then the Patriot Library. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I, my, my town in Massachusetts has like a little Facebook group. And I, it has never seen anything like a bus. But... So I so I posted in it just being like if you see a big white bus with NYPD <laughs> stickers on it that have been scratched off, um, it's an old retired police. Bus. That's me, and this is what we're doing with it. And then somebody from the regional newspaper contacted me and was like, "I saw your post. Um, I would love to do a story on you. We can like bring a photographer out and." And we made the front page of the Patriot Ledger, <laughs> which is huge. <laughs> and then we, as Gabby had said earlier, um, our mom had to do a lot of like advocating for us in our neighborhood and asking the community if it was okay if we could park this bus in the parking lot. And since it's been in the parking lot, it's gotten a lot of attention from the neighborhood. Um, we've posted both in Matt's neighborhood and in our like, uh, there's an app called, what is it called? Called Nextdoor, where you can like ask neighbors for things. Um, like if they have like tools or who knows. Um, so we've posted around that and just like gotten a lot of like support and love from people who were just really interested in the project. And then our very small like neighborhood newspaper did a, a small story um, on us for the December um, issue. And that's been really fun. So we're hoping that the next step is like a local, a big, a little bit of a bigger newspaper yeah. in the Washington. local. Oh, and generous, get like, on this. Yeah. We're like yes. Washington Post, <laughs> and it's just it's been so cool because it's like also family, like our cousins and our aunts and uncles and stuff have been really interested in it. And our birthday was on December 29th. and like for our birthday we got like a smoke detector and like a <laughs> mini fire extinguisher for the bus <laughs> and like batteries. <laughs> oh my god! So, yeah, a lot of love from a lot of people including obviously the school and van life community like on social media which has been honestly one of the most amazing parts of this whole journey is just like getting to meet people like you guys and making like friendships that you know can transcend physical space even in this current situation and like that just really goes to show how awesome the people are who choose to do this and like the values that we all share and that is something to all of us that is so 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 special about this and like we can't wait to just get more of that as we continue on the road I feel like this I had no idea what the schoolie or van life community was like um and it honestly is one of the most amazing communities that I've ever like even seen not even just I, I feel so lucky to be a part of it because no one tears anyone down like everyone is just so supportive and it's so amazing especially with like this day and age mm-hmm. on social media it's constant there's constantly negativity um and it's just so cool I love it I love this community. single-handedly one of the most uplifting communities I've ever been a part of and um it's funny because in light of me finding you guys and like how I came across you was through the authentic van life 
it's nice that within that you're finding more people. And I'm so happy. That's how I found you guys was through that. I don't even know, um, how your photo like came in my feed. I think it might've been like, you know, mutual followers. I think that's my, maybe how you guys, and I just remember seeing you guys. And I think, you know, if I was on my personal account and I found someone that I like thought was really cool, I don't think I would be bold enough to comment on their thing. Like, I love you. And like, <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. And, and, you know, so, and I did that with you guys without even like hesitation. So the community is definitely forgiving for the crazy <laughs> and, and, and so welcoming and just really beautiful. And I, and we didn't know how big the community was. Well, so I don't want to say we, I don't want to speak for you because you might've known and just not have told me, but I had no idea how big the community was. I'm like, I'm the only person in Toronto living in a van. I'm so cool. And y'all don't know anything. And when we're on Instagram and I like didn't know how to hashtag, didn't know how to tag anybody, didn't know how to share other than with family and friends. That was really why we started the account. Like random van life accounts were commenting, like engaging with me. And I'm like, who is this? I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was like, why are you coming? Like, thank you. Thanks. But, and I just didn't really understand like what was happening because I, didn't know the community existed and I didn't know if it was genuine or like who this person was. And that's just the community. They're just like so excited to see people joining. It's, it's a really wonderful community. I feel like you're constantly meeting people and and meeting people more that are like closer to, you know, your values and what you, I think, appreciate and just taking that moment to, to meet those people. It's really cool. So I'm happy that you guys have had a good experience. Um, and I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I think you guys have like, you know, the quintessential like youth travel story and it's awesome that you guys are documenting it. I think you're going to encourage lots of other folks like yourselves to, to get out and do this. So it's awesome that you guys are doing this. Yeah. We're so excited. And like you said, the community has been incredibly supportive. I, every day when I scroll through Instagram, I'm seeing, stories that are so inspirational, whether it's somebody's van who had an unfortunate circumstance, like they crashed or burned down and the community getting together to literally refund their whole project. Mm -hmm. Or if it's just somebody new starting out and the community's welcoming them, it's just amazing to be a part of it. And we're so excited that we can be. And we honestly had the same thought. We thought we were so cool, like the only (laughs) youthful, like college students doing this kind of thing. But Really, there are people across the world who are doing this, and it's so exciting to be able to be a part of that community and see how much it's grown. This wasn't a thing, I don't think, like 20, 30 years ago, and if it was, it was very small. Um, and now it seems like it feels weird because we're in the community, so it feels like everybody's doing it, but it still is a rare thing to see. So we're so excited to be a part of that community and be able to support others along the way too now. Yeah. I think when living in a van before, it was just like it wasn't as socially acceptable as maybe it is now like it was if you lived in a van like things maybe weren't going so great for you so I I don't feel like it was like you weren't choosing maybe necessarily to do it and I think even now that we're in a day and age where we have social media it's a bit more it's easily broadcasted where again the older generation they are like the veterans when it comes to and they're very protective of that as they should be because it's like who are these youngins coming (laughs) in our territory um but uh no I think it's it's I think the way to do it back in the day was probably with like an rv yeah it's yeah. it's so cool nowadays that the technology exists for you to build out a van and it be just as livable as an rv which mm-hmm. is 
I think so why cool. this whole movement is, has been so big. And I will say too, you guys are, you are unique because, and you are your own thing because there's four of you in a bus. <laughs> so like, let's just, let's just like acknowledge that. That's pretty freaking cool. I haven't heard that. So that's why I was like all over that. So I also think when we first started out, one thing that was big for us is that like our entire lives, at least for me and Hallie, and I think Matt, especially Sky maybe has, was always a little bit more adventurous, but our entire lives, we just thought like, we're going to go to like elementary school, middle school, high school, college, and then we're going to get like a nine to five job. And that's just like what life is supposed to be like, and never really thought about how there are a bunch of different paths that you can take. And there isn't one right way to live your life. And so, I mean, I feel like a lot of my friends are like, wow, that's so amazing. And a lot of them are like, I would never do that. And I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. But, and it's just really nice to ha have friends that want to explore and not really go with the societal norms and that's like a big I think just message or takeaway we've wanted other people to get from this journey just like being mostly like newly out of college or about to be newly out of college just like that there are you know non-traditional routes like you really do have the opportunity to do with your life what you want to do with it and I think in such a weird way like COVID and quarantine specifically like when I really sit and think about it, like, I don't think we would have fully gone through with this or even been able to go through with this had we not been in the quarantine situation. It really gave us all this opportunity to, like, pause and just really reevaluate and reprioritize the things we wanted with our lives and at such a unique and, like, pivotal point to being 20-somethings. And I just think it, that's such a unique like, I don't know, bright spot of this very, very difficult and trying time for all of us is just getting the opportunity to really like follow a passion all the way through and like make a dream a reality because people say it all the time and it doesn't actually happen. And it's like so cool and so surreal to say that it will and like be all together in it. And it's just like a crazy thing that it really happened the way that it did. Yeah, we've seen that a lot. We've seen a lot of people buying bands during the pandemic just because they have the time now. Mm -hmm. and, you know life moves so fast and it just kind of flies by and you don't end up doing the things that you would have done had you had the free time and exactly. something we saw during the pandemic too was a lot more people going out and camping backcountry camping um you know it's so hard to even get a reservation at any of the parks here in Canada um everything was just filled up and it just goes to show what people would be spending their time on had if they had the free time Definitely assessing their values and priorities when given the opportunity. It was eye-opening, I think, for a lot of people. And that's why I think there's going to be a, a, a huge shift in um, remote work mm -hmm. and, and being able to do that because I really have a hard time believing that, that everyone's going to be okay to, to go back and just go back to normal life, knowing that they've gotten this little taste of oh my God, this is what I could be experiencing. This is what I could be doing with my life. It just opens up like opportunities for so many people. And just like a fun little tidbit, I had seen a statistic somewhere that 2020 was the year of the camper van. Like it was the year that literally the most camper vans ever were sold. And it just, I mean, it goes to show there are obviously clear reasons why, but I think that that's also just so cool that people are pursuing that their passions and that this community is growing so that more and more people can be part it's, of it who want to also just like humans were aren't made to work like nine to five and then like come home and 
I, I it's just that's not like what, what humans want. are supposed to be doing and I think like even my brother was like I really because they're staying here for the foreseeable future because LA is like a disaster right now and he's like I'm worried that my company is going to need me to come in person as soon as things have died down and I'm like I just like they now know that it's possible to work remotely mm-hmm. and I just don't see why they would want to pay for the office space if they don't have to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it'll definitely, I mean, it calms my nerves a little bit because I will need to find a remote job after school. And I feel like those, there are a lot more now than there were a year ago. So absolutely. Yeah. I'm curious to see with, you know, how big the, the van life community is becoming uh, with this new generation, like how society is going to accommodate for that because it's there's still a bit of a stigma toward it it's it's obviously fading but you know in certain places it's illegal to sleep in your van or your car or whatever so i'm i'm curious to see how society's going to change to kind of accommodate this lifestyle considering that everything's going to be moving so remote yeah so cool. I, I didn't even know that it was illegal a couple years ago i lived out of my car and it was awesome. i the stigma I was definitely really there because i was in an area i i um drove out to Mammoth Lakes in California and there's a lot of people there that live out of their vans. So once I was there, there wasn't as much of a stigma, but when I was like telling people that didn't understand what I was doing, um, they were like, so you're homeless. Yeah. 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 They don't get it. It, it. And that's hard too. And especially even in a car, like I feel like there's, yes, like van life is really coming to, but people do it in their cars too. And then there's still like, people don't really understand that. Like, so much respect for people that can do that. Um, I was actually, I think I was online and I came across a video of a girl that lives in her car full time and she's going to school. So it's really to save on like residency and just bills. Like it's astronomical, the fees for that. So I get it. And what she had going on in this vehicle, like literally blew my mind. I'm like, I can't, even in a van, I wouldn't even think to do that. And I think that that is inspiring. I think that is badass that you can yeah. live in a car. And I mean, again, if I had met you and you had told me that, I probably would like be like, oh my God, I want to come see it. And <laughs> I want to come check it out. And, but I can understand that, yeah, car dwelling does not get the same love right. that van and RV and schoolie does. But it just goes to show that you can make so many different situations work. And yeah. I don't know if you guys go on Reddit at all, but there's a subreddit for car dwelling, for Prius dwelling, for Prius gang. Prius gang. He's in the Prius gang. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. And like a lot of people think that van life is just about traveling and, you know, partly is, but, you know, you could be stationary like we were in Toronto and mm-hmm. work a, an in-person job and like you can make so many different situations work. We actually had talked about in our episode that we're, I think we're going to be releasing next week. We talked about the art of parking and it's really like, because I think our initial intro to van life was of course, absolutely amazing. Um, But we also were doing it in the winter. And what I saw online was, Hey, this like hot girl is like in a like beautiful destination and I'm in my winter outfit in Toronto, Canada, like bundled <laughs> up, like I'm down and I'm not, I'm not, why am I not experiencing the same thing? Like, I don't understand. So I thought I was, I thought we were doing it wrong. And when you come to Toronto, I'd really like if I could come with you, um, <laughs> no pressure. Um, I'm just thinking I could like have my bags ready and just like jump in. Yeah. Hey, yeah there's no pressure. for six. So yeah, hop on board. 
but yeah, I'm, I'm super interested to follow your story guys and uh, see, see where the road takes you and, and see, I'm curious to see your builds. Yeah. I want to know, actually, that was one of my, like, are we doing like the biggest California King? Are we doing, <laughs> like how, what I want, I'm interested in the layout. I want to know like what you guys, cause again, you're used to kind of just like one person or like a couple and then their kids, maybe like they have like little bunk bed situations. I want to know. Yeah. So we, that's another tricky thing. Working with four people, you have four different ideas for everything. <laughs> so we actually, we all went separately and I thought this was the best thing to do. And it turned out to be, well, we went separately to design our own bus, given the space and everything. Uh, and then we came together and tried to combine them all into like the perfect situation. So it took a long time and a lot of talking, a lot of arguing, but we got, <laughs> we got to a good floor plan that we think will work out. So we have a big bed in the very back, which is like the main bed, which I'm sure we'll fight over a lot. Um, queen size. Yeah, it's queen size. So you could probably fit all of us in it, honestly, <laughs> if, we if we wanted to. But we made a lot of options for another bed. So right next to that, there are two couches and we want to make them pull out so you can make it another full or queen size bed. And we want to have a pop up tent on the top of the bus. We are hoping to do a deck build on top. So a third option too, but if it's too cold or if it's raining and you just really don't want to hop up there, you can pull out the couch and then you have a second option there for yeah. bed. Sorry. No, the, the, like the main idea is that throughout the, the uh, trip, we'll like swap which couple is in the pop-up tent versus inside in the bed on like horrible weather conditions or just like when we all want to like have a slumber party, we'll do the pull-out couch, but also like in certain parks and places we'll, we'll be camping outside of the, the bus as well when we can. So lots of options. Realistically, you'll want your privacy like yeah, I mean that's, exactly. I think without getting into it too much I feel like <laughs> you know that's like probably why I would never live with yeah anybody in a that's, that's the thing like I love Hallie and Matt so much <laughs> but also obviously yes we are young couples <laughs> and we need our privacy um and so we that, never ever from the beginning we're like we're all gonna there's going to be two beds inside that wasn't like we we are making it so that if we feel we need to sleep inside for the weather or whatever for safety it's possible but for the most part it'll be one couple is inside the bus and one couple's up top and the pop-up tent we're hoping to get us it's sponsored because a lot of our things in our bus are sponsored because guys a um, photographer and um, filmmaker so she takes pictures and stuff in exchange for basically free things <laughs> and so we're hoping to get it sponsored and hoping that it'll be waterproof and big yeah. enough to be comfortable um and so yeah so the plan is definitely to have our privacy um and then and the we always said like you know one couple can like go for a hike and the other couple can have their time <laughs> we can like go down talk on the open the accordion doors <laughs> you don't come in so interesting yeah yeah it's it's gonna be i mean a lot of people are like oh so you're doing like a bunk bed situation and i'm like, like no. who do you think like we are <laughs> we've had we had a few different like q a sessions on our instagram um where we like post stories and we've just had like funny high school friends who like were like they're like don't put this on your story but like we have a really important question to ask you like how is this gonna go down and yeah. it's just funny that people are so interested and i mean i would be too like we're, we're young couples and we want our privacy and time but 
that's why we really are so fortunate because the four of us are our best friends and there really isn't like, you know, a, a TMI situation or anything like that. I'm sure we'll come across some interesting things as we go. But it, yeah, I feel like you're going to document great. that. And, and, and that was like another big thing because I know you guys have mentioned you didn't have a bathroom like in your van. Like we had a huge conversation about like making sure everybody's needs were going to be met. Three girls versus like a guy, like just making sure that we all had what we needed to feel comfortable and like he's so so good for being with a lot of a lot of estrogen and so, but it's just it's it's been really fun I think and just like made us all so close to like really have those conversations where we're just making sure our needs are met and we have really a good. we have a google doc that's needs, needs and, and wants. wants and we're like the needs of everyone has Have to, to be met. met and the wants come come out like for me personally so right now we're saying we're just going to have like a compostable toilet for like emergencies. And then we're going to have like a solar shower or like a shower outside somehow. We're not going to have a shower inside. We don't think as of now we might, but we have some creative it's just ideas. a lot of like figuring all of that out. And for me, I was like, I personally don't want to be showering naked outside in the snow. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it's just figuring out like everyone's comfortability because we don't want to, brush over anything or sugarcoat anything because we will be we living in this full time and we want everyone to feel comfortable and so it definitely is harder because there are so many opinions but but our minds have come together a lot more yes. recently I think which is cool and just like the when we did the four four the four floor plans that's a tongue twister um it was really interesting just to see everyone's ideas and we really did take pieces of everybody's and made like the perfect situation for us so I think as sometimes it can be a setback to have so many opinions, but a lot of times, you know, more heads are better than, than less. And we've really come up with some very creative solutions. So I think also a lot of our focus was on storage and like kitchen space. Um, we're big foodies and I'm very excited to cook in the bus. Amazing. I just had my first smoothie today. So I'm putting lots of fruits and ever vegetables. Yeah, in my body. I can't even get into my diary with you right now. You'd be so disgusted. <laughs> so uh, I actually reviewed it on our Instagram. <laughs> I took a photo of it and I'm, I don't know how I'm alive. If that <laughs> paints a picture of what <laughs> I'm my body is not a temple and (laughs) it's so scary and he's such a healthy person and I think that was part of the trapping him at the beginning of the relationship like I (laughs) can let him know that I'm like a Cheetos fiend and could probably live off of that I love Cheetos (laughs) yeah it's it's so dangerous and so when we got together I was like really good I think I you know it was like the most salad I've ever eaten in my life it's not like not the Caesar salad dressing like, <laughs> balsamic vinaigrette who like you're eating it through like a poor smile oh yeah like it was so awful good. yeah and so then once he was trapped I could kind of let the real me out I'm so sorry if that offended you guys I totally <laughs> can't be my friend anymore um, no we love it we love but, it when Gabby and I first started dating um she got mad at me because I didn't have any unhealthy snacks in my house <laughs> it was like so lame she had like seeds I was like I don't want seeds I'm not a right? 
no that's not right he's the same like I feel like he was really good before we met and then I would come home with like a bag of chips and he always says don't get me anything and I offer when I'm at the grocery store I'm like hey like do you want a snack for tonight I know we're gonna be watching some Netflix and I need to always be eating so do you like want anything and he's like no no I'm good you know what he does you know what he does when I open my bag of chips he starts licking his lips he's like <laughs> I'm like I'm not sharing this is a bag of chips for one okay like <laughs> I'm also so excited for because we are gonna have a projector screen and a projector that's in front of the two couches so two people can be like laying on the couches watching and then two people can be like sitting in the bed watching and I'm so excited to watch movies that in nice. our bus that is like <laughs> amazing do you guys are on YouTube as well yeah how's that been going how do you find that it's not going great. <laughs> um, it's going. It's, 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 uh, so here's the thing. I, I am the, I'm the one that edits them um, because I'm currently the only one that has the knowledge to do that. You can teach me. Yeah. We can all take a class by sky. <laughs> I'll do a master class. Um, but so I've been a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of footage I have it's very daunting and overwhelming um to have all of this like we just posted our um video about like our gutting the bus which was in August and September yeah (laughs) and um we've done so much since then and it's just like uh, it's a lot and I I can feel myself like getting overwhelmed and I have so many ideas I have like so many ideas like coming out of my head in one side and then like also my other side the other side of my head is like slow down and I can't I Um, feel like you and I are like the same person (laughs) yeah the same person yeah and I it's so I'm trying to stay organized about it um but it is I mean there's in a project like this there's so much that goes into it I mean you have to plan just planning what to do with the bus is the most important thing. But then like, if you want to make content for it, you have to plan out the content, you have to do the content, you have to plan when you're going to do it. You have to plan like every yeah. single little bit and that goes into it. That, not just talk. turning on a camera and yeah. like recording. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I was going to say like, on top of that, we've been so fortunate to have sponsors, but then obviously we have deals with the sponsors of like when we're going to give them content, mm-hmm. what the content is going to look like. Again, that all, a lot, most if not all of that responsibility falls on Sky to do so I think like our Instagram has been able to be um you know pretty pretty successful just because like that's something we're all versed in doing like we all have our own personal Instagrams too so we can figure out how to upload the content to that but when it comes to YouTube it's it's something newer for all of us and just like mm-hmm. finding the time and figuring out and hopefully once we're like on the road we can you know kind of keep it moving at a at a pace that we want but it's it's even all our, still even just our, starting out, I think. Even our Instagram, we've kind of recently been lacking. Well, because we weren't building for a little while. We took took a break. For... I got my tonsils out. So <laughs> yes, Abby got her tonsils removed. <laughs> we, yeah, I was like, ah, for like three weeks. <laughs> I get it. Though. And we all just pressure to be like consistent. Yeah. And there's this pressure. I mean, not getting too into it because I feel like that is a whole episode on its own. But when... I, for the most part, run our Instagram. It was something that I wanted to do, something that I had really wanted to document and share with family and friends. It was never anything we thought was going to grow to the point that it did. I don't think that was ever really, of course, we're grateful, but it was never really the expectation. Um, 
And I've been struggling with it because, you know, I didn't post a lot during our first build. And again, that was like, you know, no one really cared. It wasn't really that big of a deal. We had like 300 followers. And then when you have like a bigger community and there's people with kind of like expectations of you and you just feel this pressure to like perform. Now, I don't think at the end of the day, they would actually really care. It's just, I'm putting that on myself, but yeah, I, 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 I respect you sky a lot with the feeling of being overwhelmed because I think we were literally just talking about the, the other day and I had like a little mini breakdown because I was taking on so much because there's so much that I want to do. And there's so many things I want to cover and I'm so limited in time and I'm one person. I can only do so much. Taylor works full time. So, you know what I mean? Like nine to five job. He does not like the last thing he wants to do when he finishes work is spend the amount of time that I do on Instagram, engaging with people and doing all of the ins and outs of that. Um, again, I don't want to come across as like, I'm not grateful for the people that we've met in the community. We never would have been able to have these relationships, but oh my God, like we have so many, like I've been good with editing our episodes, but we have like a bunch ready to edit. And I look at them and I'm like, okay, or I could clean the apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what, yeah. what sounds better? So I, I really do respect this, this pressure, even though it's a really cool lifestyle to perform and make it amazing and make it unique because there are a lot of people doing it and you want to stand out yeah I feel like it's become a bit of like a business venture um Mm -hmm. maybe some advice that I would give is like make sure you're also enjoying it too right yeah that's we constantly have to be like this is supposed to be fun when we're like in tears (laughs) I (laughs) I think like for me personally it's one of the things that I try to always remind myself and the group is just like we want I just don't want to get lost in all of that like I think it's so awesome to be part of the community and like you're saying like so grateful for all the love we've gotten and the followers that we have and the subscribers and the this and the that but at the end of the they're day who, they're who they're, makes us want oh, to, continue, to continue like the content but it's really. like it's like at the end of the day this is our trip this is our journey this like we want to make sure we're living it for us too and like being able to find that happy balance between doing that and also like just simultaneously creating the content that we can then post is like really like the goal and I hope as we just like keep learning about it we can find that balance so that like yeah like the content just happens because it's yeah. happening versus us being like okay this is for the content it's like no this is for us the content like follows suit yeah finding so, the perfect balance between the two is super difficult and like it's trying and I feel like I'm still figuring it out and that we've been on there for I want to say like maybe now eight months um, with our account. And so it's been, yeah, figuring out how to make it work and not stress yourself out and, and, and just knowing when to log off. I, I will say that someone who I'd like to consider myself like tech savvy when it comes to like social media and like that kind of thing, that's always been something I'm really interested in, but I have never put the amount of time the blood, sweat, and tears as I do now. And I hate getting the reminders on my phone. That's like, your screen time's up this week by, five. I'm like, don't tell me that. I don't want to know. <laughs> know that. Why, why do that. So I, you know, I think just knowing when to put the phone down and I feel like it will help with you guys, especially with your social media, because there are four of you. 
you know, like if, if someone doesn't feel like posting, well, maybe three of you are feeling super inspired today and can write something or, you know, keeping it fun and light, I think is really good. So it's yeah. nice. I would like to see all of you like editing and, and kind of doing that. I'm sure different opinions and style tastes <laughs> will come in and that will be a whole new thing aside from figuring out a layout. <laughs> I also think like We've gotten um, another opportunity to talk to uh, a band life couples, like friends that we've made, the June, the June bus. They are on Instagram. Um, but like we walked away from that like little FaceTime. So like, like with like a new fire mm-hmm. in us, like so inspired by their story and like motivated by them. And like, I think it's so nice to like relate to people who do this too. Cause you guys, we just get all the ins and out. You, you know, the balance between being grateful and being exhausted and being and it's just nice because I think people outside of this community don't see all of that all the time you know it's the highlight reel everywhere and to like sit down and have those real honest conversations with people and just not feel alone in the ups and downs of this kind of life is so refreshing and it's not something you get in other communities or other aspects of your life especially as a college student you know so that has been so helpful too, to just keep us going and just remind us like everybody has been in this boat at one point and look at all of them now. Like we can, we can get there too. Yeah, they get it. And they're so supportive. I I will say that you will probably, and it's going to suck because there's in some places there's distance, you will meet some of the most incredible people and they will become lifelong friends. I think they're, it's so funny even today. Um, again, a van life couple that live in the UK. Um, her name is Leela. I love her. She's fabulous. And she knew just, she just, she just wanted to check in. How are you? Are you okay? I haven't seen you. I haven't seen your face. What's going mm-hmm. on? Like we've never met in person. I think I met her just within the last two months we've started chatting. Like you will meet some of the most incredible people. And I feel like everyone in this community kind of has that right a little bit again we've talked about that same values just I feel like it's a very encompassing lifestyle so the people that are in the community all have a very similar mindset well I am I'm so happy that we finally got to like chat with you guys so yeah four babes in a bus I'm gonna be like obviously blasting this everywhere we really appreciate you guys having us on um thank you guys thank you to the whole community we talked a lot about the community but we love everybody we've been so grateful to have all of you in our lives and keeping us motivated and supporting us along the way. So just a huge shout out to both of you and to the whole community. Yeah. Literally when you, when your account followed us and like we commented like, on us, we were like, we were oh like jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah. we were like, look at this. Like, we were like, I have 11,000 followers. <laughs> we were like, oh, that feeling. I know that. I was like, <laughs> small and like the first big account, like took a minute to follow us. And I was like, they liked my stuff or they even commented. And I'm like, like oh my God. So that's so, I can't believe I've never like, that's wholesome to hear. It feels like full circle. It's really cool to hear that. That means a lot to us because again, a lot of time has been put into that account. <laughs> so it's nice to to hear that. And yeah. I'm so obsessed with you guys. So I can only imagine how that was reciprocated. <laughs> we were just like blown away because it's not like you just followed us or liked us or commented us. You like put our photo on your story and we oh. were like, oh my God. We were literally jumping up and down and we were freaking out and then you sent us the sweetest message and you're like 
No, truly. Like, how what, did we? How is happening? <laughs> like, you deserve the following you have you because do. you are just you. Like, make people feel very appreciated. And it's so and clear the work and passion and love you have for this, and it just like emulates everywhere. We feel yes. lucky to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh <laughs> you almost made me ugly cry. That's like, I'm actually like welling up. Like that. That's all I want is like I. I'm so. <laughs> I'm the type of person that I just, I love people and so are we. <laughs> I love good people. And I feel like I can, when I find people, I just want other people to share in the excitement. So when I came across your account, I mean, I was inspired obviously just from the very little that I had seen. I think I had only gotten through like two posts and I had already put it on my story. Like I was already super excited to just like blast it to everybody because I, I just want to share. I think that's the biggest thing. That's why we wanted to do the podcast is just like share the platform, share the knowledge. There's, it's not a like competition. It's not like anything that needs to be like a secret. Like I don't understand that. So I think to know that we have an, the ability to share and, and, and get to know other people. And, and that's like the most rewarding part yeah. of the whole thing. So, so and getting to meet people like you guys. Yeah. It's just so refreshing to like meet mm-hmm. good people, like yeah. who out their core are just good people. You just know that like there's so much life ahead of us and so many souls to meet and so many, and just like we, it's, it's on, it's in our first YouTube video, but like one of our like tenants, one of our big things is like the human connection, like how everyone really at our core, we are, we are all the same and we just want to like spread love and meet people and hear stories and be surrounded by good. And like, that really is like so much of what this project's all about. And like getting the opportunity to do so before we even hit the road just makes me know that there's so much out there mm-hmm. that we just cannot wait to see and like absorb and it's gonna be so cool yeah thanks so much and best of luck on your builds i'm super excited for your trip yeah thank you so much no worries thank you guys so much thank Thank you you. you. have a good day Bye. Bye. bye